0: You're listening to Dramas Over Flowers. This is an episode of What's Up in Dramaland with Saya, Anisa, and Boromir. Hi, thanks for joining us. I'm Saya. In this episode, we'll be taking a quick look at current industry news as it pertains to K-drama fans, and we'll be updating you with the dramas set to premiere in the month ahead. This podcast is a project by fans for fans. If you want to be a part of making that dream grow, there are a whole lot of ways you can help. You can share our episodes on fan sites and social media, talk about the podcast to your k-drama loving friends, or leave a review on iTunes or whichever app or platform that you use to listen to us. And if you want to help us keep our lights on, you can check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash dramasoverflowers. Finally, you can get in touch with us with your thoughts and ideas. We're always reading the comments on YouTube and DramaBeans, but you can also tweet at us at dramasoverflow or email us at dramasoverflowers at gmail.com. And that's it from me. Enjoy the episode and tell us what you're looking forward to. Bye.
1: Hi, everyone. This is Saya. This is Anissa. And this is Parma. So this episode, we open with uh, not the happiest news. Everyone is
2: shook. Yeah. I know. Like We just found out last night that Song Junki and Song hye are getting divorced, which is really sad. And we're not yeah. going to speculate about anything. We're just saying that it's big news and we feel bad for them. And I hope that, well, maybe it's a foolish hope, but hopefully people won't give them too hard of a time.
1: And internet comments are trash. That's all I have to say. It, it kind of feels like they just got married yesterday, but um, so like, I, I think that's why the reaction is a bit big. Like, I didn't know I was invested in their relationship at all, but turns out I was a little. But uh, yeah, I just hope that they like both come out of this. I don't know, like, I'm just yeah, psychologically intact, and like, uh, that things are amicable between them, and 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 the, that the internet just leaves them alone, which is unlikely to happen. But yeah,
2: yeah, so unfortunately, as is usually the case, um, it seems that the female partner is getting more of a backlash online, so yeah, I just hope that. She's okay, and... I do wish people knew when things were not their business
0: and just didn't.
2: Yeah, unfortunately that is never the case with humans. So, but the next story... I don't know if I would call this a happier story, but it's a story that makes me feel slightly vindicated, I guess. I'm sure everybody knows by now, like, a few days back or depending on when this is published, like, maybe a couple weeks back, Yang Hyun-suk stepped down as the CEO of YG, um, kind of in the aftermath of all this, like, burning sun, prostitution scandals, and then the drug scandals, and so, like, he's no longer in charge. But, like, it's doubtful that he's actually not going to have his fingers in the pie anymore. Yeah, he's one of the owners, isn't he? Right. He still owns, like, probably the majority of the stock of the company. And the kind of a concerning thing is that like a lot of people are saying that they want to boycott YG artists, which is not only K-pop artists, but, um, you know, they have a lot of actors and, you know, just people that we love, a lot of people that we love who are YG artists.
0: There's actually been a petition um, from uh, citizens in general um, calling for yeah. a boycott on them there's also been news of um, several of um, OG's uh, artists trying to leave uh, and, and go to other agencies as well so I guess it's like a, a sinking ship that everyone's trying to somehow that's true yeah from.
2: and also I mean a sinking ship and you can't blame them but I, I also wonder if may, maybe some of them had been experiencing like a toxic work culture but they couldn't leave because of their contracts and maybe now they have gained enough cause for them to be able to break their contracts without paying a penalty penalties. Yeah. yeah. So maybe they're taking this opportunity to leave. Cause I know there are some high profile people that have left YG in the last few years and maybe that's why, who knows? Oh, and I just wanted to shout out our friend Remy who has been a guest on the podcast multiple times before. Um, she wrote a really good piece over on soul beats about, the moral dilemma of whether to boycott the products of a company that you dislike when there are artists that you
1: love. So give that a read. Yeah, we'll link it below.
2: Yes. And then sort of related to that, Jung Junyoung and Chae Jung Yun are going to have a joint trial for their sex sexual assault charges. Um, and there's also a police officer that's been indicted for kind of covering up that during the 2016 case for covering up the evidence that apparently was available at that time which they claimed got lost and Sungri has been forwarded to the prosecution on seven charges and it's a long list um i think the thing i was shocked most about was like a billion won in in uh, embezzlement a slow money yeah <laughs> but it's a, it's a long list it's it's on the internet you can read it if you're interested so, any thoughts on these? I kind of just grouped them all together because they're part of this like giant cluster of nastiness that's been kind of festering for the last month or like snowballing and collecting more and more gross stuff as it goes.
0: But yeah, it's it's nice to see the process. Actually, I mean, nice in not that sense, but at least it's a, a process that's continuing to turn up actual evidence and there's prosecution actually involved some guys are actually in jail Mm. though there i do have that unhappy feeling that there are sort of bigger fish that are just getting away
2: yeah like the people who were using that vip room in the burning sun club to like rape underage girls well they had mentioned like you know very rich people and politicians. And I mean, there's been no mention of them getting a trial. So, because as much as these guys
0: deserve all the punishment that is coming their way, I do think it's the beginning of all the people who are doing it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it just, um, as dramas have taught us, um, <laughs> punishing like the most famous faces just like soothes the public. Yeah. Placates the public rage. And that's what they're focusing on doing at this point. Yeah, I, I used to think that was so unlikely and
0: far fetched. Now, <laughs> now you know better, having watched all of the <laughs> dramas. Basically, uh, the the thing that I always find interesting is that like the the dramas dramas are written by drama insiders. It's not like I can't remember who said this. There was a woman who said that uh, that she never wrote about crimes that had not already happened. Like, she didn't want to be responsible for putting into the world something new mm. that no one had ever done before. Um, so every crime she ever wrote in in her, I think I think it's a drama writer, I'm not 100% sure, um, it had happened somewhere, somehow. So, like, when you think about the fact that it is drama insiders who are writing these, like, really wild stories, I always feel like it comes from a place of, I mean, industry knowledge, right? As in there, there's a seed of truth in there that plays yeah. out somewhere. It's always interesting to me to, to look at it and think how much of this is based in truth and, and how much of this is just, you know, world fiction.
2: Speaking of other bad stuff that actually happens. Is the news ever good? <laughs> <laughs> there is some good news, which I am going to mention at the end to make our moods lift. Um So, there are, like, we've been talking about spy cams for a while, um, and there was a staff on a variety show who um, placed a hidden camera in the dressing room of Shin Segyung and Bomi, who is, she's a K-pop star, but I can't remember the name of her group. And so he was just sentenced. So I think this might be the first case where a man was sentenced for, like, Spying on like celebrities that we know, Um, and this happened pretty recently. So I'm wondering if the fact that you know, like, the case seems to have gone through pretty quickly is partly in response to how much how angry people have been and the fact that it was celebrities rather than that as well. Yeah. So, but I mean, this happened in September twenty eighteen. So it's it's definitely been a while. He has been sentenced to two years. Oh, they requested two years, but he hasn't actually been sentenced yet. He's going to be sentenced on July 10th.
0: You know, what worried me when I first heard, learned about the spy cam stuff is that, like, in the UK, it's a thing that hasn't been a thing. Upskirting, yes, but spy cams, not so much. And it just, it makes me feel like you give people ideas. Like, somebody who had never seen that before would be like, bruh, we can do that too. And then you have to start worrying about it, like, where you are. Um, Because it's really, uh, as far as I know, it's really not been heard of here. It's not like, we're not that technologically advanced, not compared to Korea. So the most technologically advanced people get with the voyeurism is is upskirting. And, you know, that is a problem. And they are trying to enact laws if they haven't already. I'm not, um, I haven't studied up on that. So I can't remember Mm -hmm. exactly what
2: the state is. I know what you mean. It's. It's like, it's a a story that's been reported on globally. Yeah, exactly. You know, that it does make you feel kind of uncomfortable and worried. I think the most I've heard before, before this became a big story, like in the US, I mostly heard about how like someone can hack your computer without you knowing and like see you through your camera, Mm. like of your laptop camera and which is why I've had tape on my laptop camera for the last like three years. I, I've had tape on my camera, uh, on, on
0: my laptop camera ever since I bought it, which is like eight years now. But I even I even keep my phone ones covered because I'm just like, I'm paranoid and mm. yeah. Even though nobody wants to see me, but still.
2: I wanna see you, <laughs> but not secretly, <laughs> as a creepy talker <laughs> Just, you know. On Skype. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Yes, always, there's more. Technology is always giving us more to worry about. Yay, I guess. So moving on to something more like industry-based and less yucky. There was an interview that came out recently on the Korea Times um, that discusses actors who are concerned because they're not getting residuals Um, of shows that they've been in from youtube so there is no like laws in korea about what you know like what kind of compensation they can get from youtube like right now they don't get anything so the korean broadcasting actors union is now saying that they are trying to you know get
1: appearance fees for for youtube so when we when we say appearance fees from YouTube, we mean specifically that when channels like SBS run an entire drama, like do reruns on YouTube, like they did with Ayers or like they did with Full House, the one that Saya still can't stop complaining about. <laughs> <laughs> hey, stop! We watched the whole episodes there. Um, So they they are just trying to figure out the whole streaming thing, like with Netflix and Hulu and all of that stuff, K-drama streaming in different platforms. And they haven't yet been able to figure out how much the actors should be charging for, you know, dramas being rerun on uh, YouTube, which is, you know, a free platform.
0: Presumably, it's like a a, per play kind of
2: a fee that they would be... I think Look so. Yeah.
1: This kind of like the that way that is
2: for um like syndicated shows, I think in the US. Mm. KBAU is actually also asking for appearance fees even for the edited clips. So even if it's not like a full rerun, they're saying that even for clips that have been condensed or edited, Which- they want
0: Makes sense, because I mean the reason that people are going to be clicking on them is because of the person in it, right? Like if it's a an immuno clip, people will click on that because it's immuno. So right, yeah. but as guess. for how much that should be, that's probably really complex.
2: And also like KBS, NBC and SBS are like the main targets of this action and they do make money from their YouTube. Like channels, so it's not that they're put like not making any money,
1: they do make money from it. And because like e- each of these uh, shows have something like a million views, that the advertising fees do come up to like a substantial amount, but that it's nothing in compared to what they get from other streaming sites. And the main uh, point of uh, doing reruns on YouTube is like sort of promoting their content, right? Mm. Yeah, exactly. You draw people to other stuff that they have and when you have promotional clips on youtube they have promotional clips on youtube from very recent dramas as well uh like i like cocoa tv has like a lot of clips from like currently airing dramas as well
0: yeah but you know when they do stuff like making videos and things those are totally different uh those are like no, those content. are
1: totally different I'm, I'm talking about like clips from dramas Mm -hmm. So you have like um, Asian Crush, I think they use and they lift entire like segments out of a movie. And it's just to draw the public in by showing them like five minutes out of that movie. And once you've seen it, then you want to go out and like search for the drama, which I think Asian Crush has has an app, you go there and watch the entire movie. So that's it's promotional.
2: But the so, thing is, it's kind of in between, it's like in this weird area in between like the full thing, which of course you should get something for, Yeah, versus absolutely. like a trailer, which like trailer is strictly promotional. You can't
1: respect, expect like residuals from that, right? So it's kind yeah, of. Yeah, but they are talking about clips, not trailers. Clips are like five to 15 minutes of, of right. long clips from dramas or movies, which I sort of understand what they're talking about. But, and, and often these even have higher view counts than the actual drama episodes do in these channels because they're very specific, mm-hmm. like like kissing scenes or a, or a battle scene or, or, you know, something like something really highly impactful. So people yeah. keep going back to those scenes and rewatching them. So it does make sense from that point of view, but... Yeah, I'm a bit To work
0: out the numbers and stuff, right? Like episode, yeah, yeah. All right. and this
1: is something
2: that I think globally no one has figured out yet. And even when it comes to things like Netflix and Hulu, like I know American actors' unions are kind of trying to figure out as well, like how they can receive something from that because right now I don't think they're receiving anything. Yeah, and the thing that
0: the unions want to do is to actually find a way to include that in the contracts going forward rather than like it's not uh, like a dogfight at all it's right just like how do we work with this changing scene so that you know everyone who is part of creating that gets to benefit not just sort of one side
2: yeah because they're very cautious about it because um they're afraid of possible retaliation mm-hmm. from, from the broadcasters so they're trying to like be very diplomatic yeah. about requesting this um, and the only other thing that I wanted to mention for this month is that Parasite, Bong Jun Ho's Parasite, uh, Korean title is Ki Sang Jung, won the Palme d'Or at Ken. And it's the first ever Korean film to do so. So while I don't know that like Ken is the be all and end all of like the value of a movie, I think that's pretty cool. And I enjoyed the clips of him like being so happy with, like, Song Kang-ho, and them, like, getting excited together. It is huge. It was, yeah, it's huge. It's huge, and it was, like, did you see the clips of, like, him coming back, of them coming back, like, to the airport in Korea, and how people were just, like, moping mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were so happy. <laughs> yeah, there was, like, a huge crowd waiting for him when he came back, so that's cool. That is very cool. The film has come out in Korea, and I think it's, like, it's doing the well. investors at the box office for obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't wait to see it, but it hasn't come over here yet. Everyone probably is going to see it just out of patriotism at this point. Right, exactly. <laughs> for that. <them>, it's like. <laughs> I, I found a really funny story, though, in relation to this, which is that Parasite has been featuring in North Korea's propaganda against the South because it's like, I don't think it's a spoiler to say that this movie talks about like the terrible conditions that the people are living in right now under like, neoliberalism and late stage capitalism in South Korea. So like North Korea is using this as like, oh look, you think that their society is so great, but really this movie is showing you how miserable their lives <laughs> I feel are. like they should use clips of Train to Busan or something for that as well. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it was just such an interesting unexpected twist that I wasn't <laughs> expecting <at all. laughs> wanted to share that so yeah that's all the news i did i did want
0: to quickly mention that um there's a russian crime show that's being remade um in korea it's called a uh, silver spoon it actually has a different name in russian that i don't know how to pronounce so i'm not going to but okay no i'm not going to i have no idea how you pronounce it <laughs> um, but that's fun not sure how it will be. I tried to watch an episode of The Russian, it didn't have any English subs and I didn't understand anything, so <laughs> I can't give you any um any kind of um report on whether that's gonna be good or not. But hmm. looks like a cop drama. Yeah. It's it's about a a a, a chebol who gets dumped in the police department to to work because he's a good for nothing or something like that.
2: But Oh. I don't think I would watch the original, but, like, this sounds like it would be ripe for a cage. Right, exactly. and it turns out that he has a knack for the work, so, oh. actually, you know, it sounds uh, fun and interesting, so I'd definitely check out the Korean one. But Yeah, sounds like a fun fish-out-of-water, like, poor little rich boy who, like, can't be spoiled anymore. I always <laughs> enjoy those. Yeah. So, upcoming in July.
0: um, There are a lot, Um, as usual, we'll do this in chronological order, so starting with July 1st. Is there like a premiere nearly every. It's like every other day. It's crazy. So designated survivors, which has a randomly appended sixty days on it, which I don't think the original does. So um, that's uh, on TV, and it's sixteen episodes. It's a Monday Tuesday drama, um, and this is based. Uh, it's a remake of the ABC Netflix show where a low level cabinet person becomes the president of the U.S. So in this case, um, the environment minister leads uh, the country through crisis for 60 days after everyone else above him in the chain of succession is, has been killed in terrorist attack. Uh, you've got that starring Jijini, uh, Lee Jun Hyuk, uh, and
2: other people I don't know. Yeah, we do know Kang Hana though. Oh, I don't. Oh,
1: okay. <laughs> well, she's cool.
2: <laughs> I don't remember her, but I love Bae Jung is amazing uh okay. also hold you know if we're going to
0: mention the main cast so i don't know who a lot of these people are i've never watched Jijin ni you know i like i know of him but i have not watched him so the only person i really know here is jiji and he's always good
2: Jijin ni was um kim namjoo's uh tortured husband estranged husband in misty right yes he's very like square jawed and like specifically yes! politician looking so i mean it's a good casting he's also a very good actor like he has the charisma to pull off like president so what's the talent behind the camera uh oh yeah <laughs> okay so the cast is
0: really solid they've all got very um strong credentials but the director's last primetime drama was mirror's choice aka oh. Mary Media, which was really a dog's dinner because of the direction <laughs> Um, And I don't know, the writer director team there was really. I hard. mean, not only because of the direction, but the directing was not helping. It was not a good show. No. It was I too still bad. have, yeah, I have bad, what do you call residual
2: resentment for that show. I agree. Like, when, <laughs> I don't think about it often, but when I do, it gives me, like, shudders of rage. I watched the whole thing, and I don't know why. I watched the whole thing, too. That last <laughs> scene, I was like, you're just giving us the middle finger. Are now, you serious? Aren't you
0: sure? yeah. Yeah. That show. yeah. It still makes me angry, as you can see. Yeah. So next uh, on July the 5th um, is Love Affairs in the Afternoon, and that's on Channel A. There's not a lot of information uh, uh, about the episode count or when it's going to air. Oh, no, there it is. What day is July the 5th? That's Friday. It's my birthday. <laughs> I was like, oh, is that your birthday too? I'm like, yay, I think we had this
2: conversation every year. Every other- time I'm like just derailing the conversation <laughs> by saying what the date is. I'm sorry. Let's get back uh, to
0: the that's also That's also Ji also birthday, which is also my sister's birthday. That's right. It is his birthday too. And it is a Friday. So it I guess a this would be – uh, either a Friday, Saturday, or a Friday once a week. It's difficult to say. I don't know. Um, the cast is interesting. So you've got Pak Hasan and Lee sang and Ye ji um, But I'm not so sure about the storyline. So you've got Pak Hassan's character who moves to a small city because of her husband's new job. and It's
2: an adultery drama. It looks at a mod. Right,
0: right, okay. Yeah,
2: it's an adultery drama. I mean, that's suggestive. Like She meets a new guy. And she cheats on her husband. That's
0: Right, and this is based on a Japanese drama called Hero Girl. I'm um, not sure how you pronounce that. But um, yeah, it's a straight-up adultery drama. I'm not really into those. And I read the premise for the Japanese drama, and that seemed even more crazy. So <laughs> it actually seems like the Korean one seems a little bit less wild. Uh, not That's not the right word. Um, it seemed a little bit more toned down than the original so if that's your cup of tea mm. it is not mine yeah. uh, next on the list would be the day after july the 6th um ocn watcher um that's a saturday sunday drama this one looks cool so this is han seokyu's uh, return to tv since um romantic doctor teacher kim which was in 2016 and you know it's going to be just he's going to be great even if the drama's not but the drama looks pretty good too um, because it's got the uh, director of Forest of Secrets and Memories of the Alhambra attached. I'm not so sure about the screenwriter. So the screenwriter's previous project was Good Wife, and before that, Spy. So one good, one bad. Not sure where that leaves us. But the story is about a trio of people whose lives have been destroyed by like uh, a tragedy, um, and then they somehow sort of all end up working for uh, an internal affairs investigation team. To look into this tragedy, mm-hmm. so Hansa Q is an elite detective, of course, and he's brilliant at his job. And he sort of moves from his original area of interest into anti-corruption work, and he becomes the chief of that team. And the the other two people who are involved in that tragedy, they sort of end up on his team. So it sounds it sounds pretty good. I'm I'm quite interested in this one,
1: except for the fact that that's a massive conflict of interest isn't it like if your life has been directly affected by something and you're going to investigate that I think
0: it's more that they end up there they don't start off there
1: Uh, yeah but that's the thing with dramas and and that's how it differentiates with from life right like in life you you look for people who have absolutely had nothing to do with uh, an incident to investigate it. And in it dramas, it's always the people directly affected by an incident who go investigate. I mean,
2: it. yes. Have you watched a drama that deals with psychology anyway? <laughs> the Board of <laughs> Ethics did not approve this. <laughs> Have you watched a medical drama ever? <laughs> They're always so problematic. It's like it completely overlooks the fact that Doctors this is a conflict falling of interest. With his patients, and I mean, yeah. I also want to yeah. shout out that Kim Young-ju is. My girl crush. I love her so much. It's nice to see her getting a high profile drama after, like, I feel like it's been a long time since she's been done, done anything other than a family drama. So, didn't she do something yeah. quite recently? Did she? Maybe it's just that I didn't watch it, but the last couple of things I saw her were in family dramas, like weekend oh. family dramas. But anyway, I love her. So, um, I'm actually really excited about this next one, Level Up. It's airing on July 10th on, uh, well, Excited might be an overstatement. It's on like MBN, <laughs> so who knows what the quality is going to be? But it's twelve episodes, which is my favorite perfect. drama. Link. Yeah, perfect. And perfect. it's got yeah. Sung Hoon and um, Han Bodum in the leads. <laughs> so I said in our notes that this sounds like a low-budget version of Strong Woman Do Bong Soon because like he's coming into the game company um, to like restructure and and save it from bankruptcy, and she's like a game designer. And, like, they're going to butt heads, obviously, and then fall in love. But I need Sung to, like, I love him, first of all. And I need him to, like, wipe out the memory I have. Um, <laughs> of I picked up a celebrity crime. in the street, yes. <laughs> oh. He needs to wipe that out of, of my, like, nightmares. So, But it sounds fun. It just looks fun. It does sound really fun, but yeah. I probably
0: won't check it out. I think um, maybe I'm a snob um, when it comes to sort of, like, sort of web drama style low budget youth dramas I mean, but it's not a web drama like it's still a no, cable. yeah yeah but it does seem like it's a little bit sort of lightweight i'll mm-hmm. wait for i'll wait for the verdict i mean you know i'm i'm all about the sort
2: of the high budget thrillers right now so you know mm. plus the director and screenwriter seem to be new newbies oh it also has borrow in it we love It's pretty good yeah, yeah.
0: Are they never going to get bored of naming
2: characters Undante? <laughs> I was going to say, Undante reminds
0: me of beautiful Gongshim and uh, Namgung Min. And I'm sure there's been another drama that had that character too. They just really like playing on the, you know, the Italian, isn't it? Maybe they're just being needlessly punny. Maybe, but there's no such thing as a needless pun. <laughs> Roma, do you have any thoughts about this one? None
1: whatsoever.
0: Okay, I was wondering. Uh, but actually, saying. this is more kind of this is your kind of drama. Like you love the youth dramas that have that sort of fresh vibe. I probably with... would, but the thing is that I don't know any of the actors here. Uh, so... But yeah, the celebrity. Girl, you know, you watched one and a half episodes of I Picked Up a
1: Celebrity on the Street, right? But... I did. Oh, is that uh sanghun mm, Yeah. That's that's. Oh, I've never actually watched anything else. So. Don't and he's pretty he's he's, he's decent. He just doesn't necessarily always pick good jobs.
2: He uh, yeah, he's person great person. in comedy. Sometimes the more serious stuff, he's a little bit not like oh. he's a little bit green,
1: but he's really funny. Wait, was he was he also in that one the something romance uh you know the one where he like he stepped with this girl and then she refused to recognize him and she was walking as his nutritionist. Oh yes, and, yes, yes, I think so. Wait, no, maybe I'm thinking of a different Yeah, but you
0: watched he, another one
2: that he was in.
0: My secret romance, I think. Um, My secret romance, right? Yeah. That's the one.
2: That's okay. the one. I haven't seen that one, but he was really funny and good uh, uh in the Across from Shin He Sun. He had a love story with Shin Sun in um five children. Which was a fan. Oh, drama. this is the, they were like okay. the breakout stars and favorite couple of that drama. I recommend it. I think I recommended it to you in the in the last yak. And he was also I remember him in uh, Oh my Venus as well, though I can't quite That's remember. right. He was in Oh My Venus. I was trying to remember. Yeah. I was like it was a soji sub drama.
1: Oh, was he the one who was like uh, the boxer dude? Uh like yeah. the second he, he yes. also yeah, lived in the yeah, I did not Hi. watch that show, so I have no idea. Yeah, it was that guy. So we know he has like epic levels of hotness, but nothing else he's done has like actually left an impression. So let's, let I mean, I like the synopsis of this thing. So <laughs> let's see. He does yeah. not express his feelings as part of the synopsis and he does that pretty well. So yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, why not? That <laughs> <It> was cold. <laughs>
0: next up is a uh, big drama um hotel del luna that's oh June i'm looking 30, forward to this uh, yeah july 13th tvn very likely to be 16 episodes although there isn't um uh, solid information on that just yet and that's a saturday sunday and yes we are all quite uh
2: i'm so conflicted about this one.
0: yeah because it's Hong sisters we're like there's a, an instinct to be excited but then you're like hold on I remember your last three drummers or
2: <laughs> Oh, I have no more instinct to be excited when I hear their name I only feel dread and distrust but like I like but are I I like like you the and you're doing yeah and the and, and, the,
0: and the and the premise is so yes cool. I love the Which premise. Is- which was, I mean, this whole premise was like sort of the precursor premise for Master's Son and it, you know, Master Son developed in, in that, in the way that it did. And then, so this whole concept has been um, sort of shelved until now. So they've reworked the original premise they had, um, which is uh, having, what is it like a haunted hotel? It's a, a hotel for ghosts mm. and the, uh, IU is the uh, hotel um, CEO um, and she's cursed to manage that hotel because of um, a sin that she committed many centuries ago. Um, And Yojingu obviously will come in and disrupt that somehow. And that sounds awesome. But I do have reservations about Yojingu when it comes to, like, he's a great drama actor. Yeah, but I don't think he's-
1: I agree. Like, is any of us watching
0: Absolute Boyfriend? No.
1: No, but I am watching The Crown Clown. <laughs> no, Crown Clown was amazing yeah. and Where it's he a is drama, amazing. Okay, and yeah. like you said, right. But the thing is that none of us, and we and we loved him in Circle, He's but the amazing. fact that none of us are watching Absolute Boyfriend, even though we all like you, Jim And United Worlds, which, yeah, a lot of people, you just, you hear what people are saying, and you're like, hmm, maybe not. Like, I think the only time he actually did pretty decently with a romance was Orange Marmalade mm-hmm. and... Again, romance was not like the. the. I mean, like, I the it drama. was kind of central, yeah. but yeah, point of, I, anyway, the, the teenaged romance thing, he did well, but mature romance, he just hasn't reached that. Mm. I feel
0: like with with young actors you have like they have a turning point like there's a point where they can't do it and then yeah there comes the drama they can which you, you know you can speculate maybe it's about having their real life experiences that like give them that insight or something like that but like I remember having this with Yoo because there was this, you know, there I like have watched so many of his dramas not deliberately it just ended up that way <laughs> and you mm-hmm. know there are points where like there are, there's this whole period of him where like romance is not you know he he starred with Pang Min Young in uh, Remember Sun Sun's War and it didn't have a yeah. heavy storyline but he didn't they didn't have any chemistry like it just the the romance was so like nil um in that show and Pang Min Young can have chemistry with like. A, you know a plank of wood a stone So yeah. exactly mm-hmm. but they didn't have any in that so like at, but then you had I'm not a robot which is like off the charts uh, so you know something happens they like they develop as actors and and you just have that turning point and I think um uh, sometimes Yosin-Gob it's just growing up there. yeah like he hasn't had that yet yeah where, that maturity level maybe I don't know but I do think it will come but I'm not sure he's ready for a full-on hero romance role.
1: No, not yet. And he is a very young actor. Mm. But the thing is that because he's he has the looks and the age of a rom-com hero, he keeps getting cast as a main lead. But um, I don't think he's ready for that yet. I mean, in in dramas like Crown Clown, he's absolutely ready. Amazing. He like completely yeah. crushed it. Yeah. And uh, the thing is that it it worked with. Um, uh, what's the name of the actress? The uh, the uh, actress who played the queen, because she's yeah. supposed to be
2: Yeah.
1: She they they are supposed to be reserved and sort of like distant and respectful of each other. So so the romance there worked. For me, at least mm-hmm. it worked, it might not have worked for other people. Plus in a but-
2: like you can buy people being put in these like uh situations that in our modern society would be like way too mature for them but like that was just how society was like you could have people getting married when they're both like 18 and maybe they weren't mature enough to handle it but like that was just life and they didn't have you know like they just had to deal with it whereas like in this day and age You're not going to buy, like, you know, radio romance as heroin. Yeah, I I was thinking of Kimseon that entire time. And it's like with a lot of these child actors, right? They're put into these, because they have so much experience. The moment they turn 18, they're pushed into those roles. Yeah. Yeah. And I wish they would just give them a chance to grow up.
1: Mm. No, they're too afraid that they're going to miss that like golden period where you know their their names are known, their faces are recognized, and if they are not launched immediately in the romance genre, then they would miss their chance. It's you know, I honestly yeah. feel
0: like that with uh, actors, with with uh, male actors, that they are best in romance, like in their thirties.
1: I totally oh, I agree, are. completely agree. Yeah,
0: yeah. like. Th- send them off to army come back give it a couple of years and that's when they have like a new turning like they they turn another point and you're know, like you see yeah, something or like
2: happened. don't yeah or like don't be a romantic hero like do some like legal spoilers or you know like horror mm. or action or you know like a procedural for a while mm. you don't have to be the hero when you're 20. I think it's when 30. you've got the face
0: for it, they just don't want to let that go, you know, yeah. to waste, as it were. And, like, with Yojingo in particular, because his voice is so, so deep, it's, like, it has the it, illusion yeah. of maturity where, he, you know, he's so young, but he, he, he sounds looks older than so he is. much older. He yeah, looks exactly. like he
2: was in his, in his 20s since he was, like, 15.
0: Yeah, exactly. And he's, like, shot up as well,
1: so he's, like, really tall now. Um, yeah. Yeah. Which brings me to why I'm looking forward to this drama. It's completely because of IU. Yeah. <laughs> in, in well, no, seriously. So I was watching this uh, sort of like a collage of uh, drama. They ha- she has this thing on Netflix. Where she's mm, I've been able like, to watch have, the Persona. Yeah, it's right? actually oh, Persona. Yeah. It's actually really good. And I have just been watching her music videos and listen to her songs recently and stuff and I, I, I like her and her music and her performances in the videos. I love so her So with voice. that in mind... <laughs> huh? Her speaking
0: voice. I love
1: it. Yeah, her speaking voice is really nice. So with that in mind, I kind of thought back to the the only experience I've had of IU was um, your uh, uh, Scarlet Heart. But mm-hmm. then recently I started watching my Ajushi and... Oh. Um, She's actually really good in that. So with all of those factors sort of like counter, I'm actually, and, and the the final trailer that I saw was actually really good uh, of this, of Hotel Del Luna. So yeah, I'm a little optimistic. I'm not that optimistic about the romance angle, but I'm hoping that the whole, you know, cursed spirit angle works out well. Cause, yeah, her,
2: her character yeah. sounds really interesting and she can definitely pull it off because like, if you look at, you know, she went from doing Dream High um, she surprisingly praised, like, prickly, kind of um, grumpy characters really well. Like, I don't know if you guys watched the producers. She played, like, a pop idol who's, like, Kim Soo Hyun is in love with, but she rejects him or something. Or, no, maybe he rejects her because he's a little Gong ho. Yeah, that's what it was. But, yeah, she was really good. Oh. I watched her in um, Pretty Man
0: with uh, What's-His-Name.
2: <gasps> I watched that, too! <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jenkinsuk. <Jane> <laughs> that was not oh, a good no. drama. That was a total no. waste.
2: That was that, he was, was, yeah, that was She was cute in it, but that was
0: a rubbish drama. Oh yeah, <laughs> it, was, yeah. it
2: was a hot mess.
1: <laughs> no, it was just a mess. Uh, oh, man, I, I miss he- Jung Kyung Hyun like, Tae Kyung. Okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's always gonna be young, Hwang Tae Kyung.
1: Yeah. So the next. I drama, wish he had remained Hongdae Kyung and not done any of the drama subsequently. Just stop there.
2: I mean, he's basically
1: yeah. Hongdae Kyung in his music career. So you could just follow his music
2: career instead.
1: He is like super choppy, okay? In real life, that is not Hongdae Kyung. Oh, really? I've
2: never watched any of this. Yeah, and, and he never, he can never
0: catch a break in real life as well. So that mm, makes that's true. Really yeah. So yeah. yeah, Yeah, exactly. All
2: right. The next drama... It's airing on July 17th on KBS, and it's 32 half-an-hour episodes. It's called Justice, and it stars Chae jin and Son hyun and it's about a star lawyer and a owner of a construction company. So that's Chae jin is a lawyer, Son hyun Joo is, comp- is the owner of the construction company, but like he's really corrupt. Um, so they're both... They're both kind of corrupt, I think, like, the lawyer is always defending, like, elite rich people and getting them off, and then the construction owner is just, like, funneling the cases to him, yeah, (laughs) Yeah. so then they they come across (laughs) some, like, uh, case of, like, actresses disappearing, um, and they team up, so it's 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 pretty cool. cool Because you've got, like, Sun Hyun Joo kind of
0: being a bit of an arch-villain and Chijinyuk, who is so much better doing dramatic roles than some of the stuff he's had recently. Oh,
1: I completely agree. I
0: mm. think he should just not do, not because he can't do romance, but he just is so much better when he has some sort of heavy roles. Like his best yeah, I- like uh, Tunnel
1: and Pride and Prejudice.
2: It's interesting, because like, I've only seen his earlier stuff when he like couldn't really act, and I haven't really seen his more recent things, so.
1: I have watched Devilish Joy, which I hated. Like I loathed but it actually did pretty well apparently in, in ratings so you know what do I know I highly recommend Tunnel and if you
0: are in the mood for something quite dense that you need to pay a lot of attention to Pride and Prejudice is excellent
2: okay but it's dark yeah I think I watched like two episodes of that and then I just didn't like it so I it is it. very dark but Tunnel you you would like that Tunnel is on my Netflix queue <laughs> a good one. Yeah, keep, of it's high
0: out there. Oh, but fun yeah. detail about this is that the writer of this um is the same writer as school 2017 and sassy gogo um and this is adapted Ooh. from uh, webtoon as okay well.
2: i'm sold i'm sold
0: <laughs> <laughs> this, yeah exactly so i'm like i'm going to watch this um <laughs> sounds it sounds pretty solid in terms of um who's who's working on it so it's a good one Okay, next up is uh, Class of Lies, which is July the 17th on OCN. So Wednesday, Thursday, 16 episodes. Um, This is a Yoon Kyung-sung drama. Um, So he's back. Um, This time he's on the other side of the law. So he's a lawyer. Of course, he's an elite lawyer who only cares about money because why not? Um, And so um, he kind of hits um, rock bottom after a bad case. And to sort of gain his uh, reputation um back he uh takes on a murder case at a high school and he sneaks into the school going undercover working as a temp teacher and that's that sounds really interesting and that's all we know about that i think but, but i'm <laughs> quite sold on the premise yeah. um and oh, he gets involved with the pe teacher yeah do you know who that actress is i haven't Don't come up up. i haven't heard of her
2: Okay. Yeah. Sounds pretty interesting. Yeah, it just, it sounds cute. Next is Doctor Detective, airing July 17th on SBS. 32 half-hour episodes. Um, it's got Park jin and Bong tae and they're both doctors, and they're going to uncover the truth related to, like, industrial accidents and diseases, like things that are caused, like harm that's caused to people from industrial sites. Um, and there's like a large conglomerate that's trying to cover something up and they try to like, you know, expose that. So it looks melancholy and it sounds kind of heavy to me.
1: Mm. Yeah, but, you know, it's pretty real lifey. So It's very yeah. real lifey. yes.
0: The poster kind of reminded me of Mother as well. So if it's anything like Mother,
2: it would be amazing. The directing looks, it looks high quality from the mm. teasers. Also, it looks like it's going to be really depressing. Yes, melancholy.
1: Extremely. Oh, yeah, we are really encouraging people to watch this.
2: (laughs) I mean, some people love melancholy. (laughs) Yeah, if that's your thing, go for it. Personally, real life is melancholy enough, but you know, whatever makes you, yeah, whatever floats your boat.
1: Yeah. Well, the next one sounds interesting.
0: Yeah. So the next one's a saguk. Uh, it's uh, called Rookie Historian Young. It's July the 17th on NBC. Uh, no information about the episode count yet. Um, that's set, uh, it's set in the early 19th century. And you've got Shin Se-gyang, uh plays the rookie historian. Um, and she's a female historian, which is, you know, pretty ex- exciting premise i think um and she's looked down on because of her gender um and she ends up being involved with the prince this kind of sounds a little I'm bit so like love it. drama version <laughs> maybe so, but i'm so excited like a female historian is the heroine yeah. i mean i don't love shin I'm not, young, yeah i was gonna say i'm not excited about shin sick young, but um the story sounds great and the director uh is the same director as solomon's perjury and that was that was uh,
1: amazing a, a, yeah
2: amazing yeah yeah, I guess we'll have to check it out and come back report back.
1: Yeah. And yeah, and I saw course. a few uh, like uh, what do you call those posters that they release uh, mm. of the of the actors, like the close up shots and the character, uh, character posters. Yeah, there mm. are there are some really pretty people <laughs> in this show. <laughs> yeah.
2: It's very pretty. It looks very pretty.
1: Yeah. Did
0: you guys know that Jisung was going to be in a drama? Yes. <laughs> no. no. Me- what? I didn't.
2: <laughs> so I, this I'm one know
0: now because I was. Dead. Oh yeah, I, I mean had, until until this, I was like, <laughs> I had no idea Jisung was going to be in a drama. So he's back, uh, and his this drama is called uh, Doctor Johan. Um, and this one comes out on my birthday. Um, Thirty-two Ooh, half-hour mm-hmm. episodes, um, and he's an uh, anesthesiologist. Uh, arrogant, of course. Genius, of course. Um, and this is uh, his co-star is Yiseong. You know the queen from Crown
2: Clown. Which seems a bit young. Why do they always go? She's her she's to his resident, young. which is also like,
1: uh. yeah. I'm so happy that she's
2: getting so many her. opportunities. I love her, right? but I'm
0: not in love with the pairing.
2: Yeah, no, she's very young for
1: him, but That's true. Yeah.
2: I I loved his pairing with Hanji Min and Familiar
1: Wife. <laughs> yeah.
2: Underrated show in my opinion. That show is so good
1: that show is on my list <laughs> I, it's high on my list i started watching it then stopped but i totally didn't go back
0: oh, also uh other fun fact um did you guys know that Isu e. young was a child actress because i had no idea yeah i did, I think, I did. yeah i think I and did. she's know. only 26 wow. um but she's been uh she debuted in 96 when she was four which is crazy <laughs> Wow, but she's getting the recognition she deserves. I think she like solidly worked her way up.
2: She's Very exactly good. as old as my like, yeah.
1: uh, like my sister is. It's weird.
2: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and the writer did hide Jekyll and Me, which is like, ugh, I don't know about that. Oh not no, that was, that was bad. bad. That was <laughs> bad. Yeah, like trying to be diplomatic,
0: saying not so good, and you're like, bad. Ah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, but I was like actually expecting good stuff from it, so I went in super excited, and then it was really bad.
2: yeah i was excited for like the pairing and the premise and it was it was just a mess from episode one yeah i watched one
0: episode and then i was like nah hyunbin's still not for me (laughs) no i mean i love Min. i just then i did not the show was yeah yeah the show was no this was it was at the same time as kill me heal me and like they were just so very
2: different I watched both I premises yeah. and I picked Kill Me, Heal Me, and I've never <laughs> regretted my decision.
0: <laughs> and I was recapping Kill Me, Heal Me at that point as well. You so were? I thinking, oh my gosh. That's... I only have limited time and I am giving uh, it to G Such a good show.
2: <laughs> Such a good show. Still, my favorite G performance. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Performances, I should say.
0: Many performances. Many performances.
2: <laughs> All of them genius.
1: Oh.
2: All right. So, the next drama is. A moment at 18 and oh youth drama yeah it's a youth Mm -hmm. drama um july 22nd on jtbc and it's about 18 year olds who are lonely and the main one the main character is aung sungho who i've not heard of but i think he's an idol um and kim hyungi and shin sungho are like two students at this school who like him he transfers to their school on does and they like meet each other and I think they're like three lonely souls who need friends. Um and so they like all meet each other and become friends and it just sounds really like wonderful yeah. and kind of heartwarming. And I believe same in JTBC writer. Dramas. The, yeah. And it's the same writer as Girls Generation, nineteen seventy nine, which was Oh, which we love. Yeah. It was yeah, just the you perfect youth you. drama tone. <laughs> that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually didn't finish it, but I loved what I saw. I finished I, it, like, it. I really loved it. Oh, I need to get back I to I think it.
0: I really don't like that era, like when they, like recent historical types, it's just like 70s, 80s, they just don't work for me. Um, but this sounds like it's modern. So I'm actually quite excited about this as well. Like JTBC... The reason that,
1: uh, I'm sorry. The reason that 1979 worked for me was because it acknowledged how restrictive that era was in Korea, but also showed how people lived within it. Because people, like no matter how bad a situation you put people in, if they have to live there for generations, they will adapt and they'll find small happiness sort of like inside that period. So uh, uh, this is is the kind of drama I like, like where it's not just depression and unhappiness and that is all there is. Like this is like average humans living in an era which is oppressive. And you can see the oppression. Yeah.
2: yeah, it's grounded in its period, and it's realistic, but it's also true to
1: life, and you know. And like, emotionally yeah. Yeah. realistic as well. Exactly. And, and, the, and the girls had like, a really good relationship there, which I loved.
2: Yeah, the friendship between the two girls was my favorite part, honestly. So good. So I guess we'll be watching this one. Yeah, I hope so. I'm traveling a lot in July, so I don't know how much I can
0: well dramas can wait it's not like you know time which waits for no man or woman dramas wait for us all in massive yeah. mountainous stacks that will never be got through in this life <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly choose <laughs> carefully it's probably just as well to not have time while it's airing so that when it finishes you can decide whether it's worth it or not
2: yeah exactly <laughs>
0: Um, Speaking of youth dramas, um, Kim Se-jong from School 2017 is back in our drama. Um, It's called Let Me Hear Your Song, and that airs on July 29th on KBS2. And that's 32 half-hour episodes also. Um, It starts with a murder, which is... I don't know it doesn't seem to really work with the rest of it but like so you've got Kim So Jung is a timpanist um and she doesn't remember what happened on the day of the murder and um she's apparently is simple-minded and has insomnia um and she, uh, this uh the hero of the show is Yeonoo Jin so that's an interesting pairing and so they meet um and he's a pianist in an orchestra but he can't sing and he calls her every night um to help with her insomnia and
2: somehow this leads to them trying to find out about the murder <laughs> don't know how that works i really um, wish that song jaden was the main lead actor in this instead of yon wu jin like i want them to be the main pairing
0: song jen after seeing him in what's it called um what was that last drama the kun sang one the, the the one with oh i didn't watch Jang- that one clean with passion for now yeah that one yeah so, I, just, I just really want him to get a good role i feel like you know it's like how you've thought about kim joe for so many years yeah and it's he's like, so good, he and he never good gets,
2: i know he never gets the lead roles it's yeah. Sad,
0: but then then again maybe that's the day that you know mary may die so we should probably just not have it because <laughs> we want her to live for a long long time Mary is Sung Jerem's number one fan. Yeah, we need For to oh, know.
1: Dude, yeah. you guys get me. I had no idea what you were talking about. <laughs> There's
0: only one Mary when it comes to Sun Yeah, she, she would die of happiness. You type in Sun on Google and you will get, like, the, one of the autofill options will be, like, Mary. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. I'm pr- That's amazing. I'm pretty sure that I've actually seen <laughs> I've done Hi, this. Hi, Mary. Just, <laughs> we love, love you. <laughs> oh, I think Mary doesn't listen to us, though, so she doesn't know how much we talk about her. <laughs> <laughs> we, we still love her from afar. <laughs> and hope that she doesn't die from some
2: Joom getting a good role. Yeah. So yeah, that looks... I don't know. M- music dramas are kind of hit and miss. Sometimes it can be amazing sometimes yeah
1: but did they have to like describe the female leader simple-minded <laughs> I, mean, I don't know I, you know maybe this is like a case of translation going funny. yeah i'm it, it hoping that that's thing. what it is because yeah god yeah
2: <laughs> i never trust these summaries to begin with because like Nobody knows where they come from. To do. Yeah, we don't know where they come yeah. from. have nothing to do with actual drama. I think
1: half the fun of doing upcomings is just like us trying to, to figure out, out. Yeah, sort of. Like, and trying to figure out from these summaries whether you want to watch something and then <laughs> it comes out and it's nothing like what the summary said.
2: <laughs> I think Hot-Blooded Secretary is still my favorite. Oh, God, that one. <laughs> okay. Next is Welcome to Life just um for your reference welcome to as in the number two life (laughs) apparently that was very important to people who titled it and it's rain it does make sense given the premise
1: Uh. what is the premise
0: so he goes in he's a hotshot lawyer at a top law firm of course um and he's the best of course and he's um only cares about winning of course um but he gets <laughs> into this car accident and then he gets sucked into a parallel world so you know two lives and in in that parallel world he's like a prosecutor who is you know like uh, very uh, strict about the law and he's uh, married to someone who in his actual life in, in his original life he broke up with 10 years ago and that's played by img uh MG? so this she- is like that nicholas
2: cage movie called the family man <laughs> Oh, I didn't Oh but I
1: have not watched that. <laughs> but of course, people might have to bring up Nicholas Gage.
2: Yeah, <laughs> that's never been like 15 years ago or something where he's like this really selfish guy. And then he has like a car accident or something. He wakes up and he's like married to his, the woman that he loved like back in the day, which and like they have kids and. He has like a happy family life. Yeah. Anyway, that was. Yeah, I'm. Uh, yeah, I'm curious about whether this
0: means that he's like, it, d- continue like whether he exists in his original world or whether he just sort of shifts world lines and just ends up in this other universe where his previous self doesn't not actually exist anymore. Hmm. Um, that it has an alternate title, which is maybe a bit more illustrative. Um, you only live twice.
2: So. This parallel universe drama seem to be a thing, huh? Recently, I really like the concept. I haven't seen it. Yeah, sort
1: of Ho is probably going to be in one soon, right?
2: Yeah, that's yeah. Kim and Suk's
1: next drama. I'm pretty excited about that
2: one. Well,
1: with, uh, that's Ho
2: and Kim going, Yeah, it's not for a while. I mean, that's probably yeah.
0: just going to be like fully pre-produced, and then it will release with enormous fanfare. Probably, <laughs> you know, like in late winter or something.
2: Yeah, we'll we'll definitely be talking about it. I'm sure.
0: But uh, my interest p that uh, this is from the writer of "Beating Again," which I think P watched. I think. Um, yeah, I did.
1: Which was so kind of like it. cracktastic. It was terrible, but also wonderful. Oh.
2: <laughs> I agree. I'm still actually on. Oh, episode you both watched 14. it. Okay. Yeah, I'm watching it with my mom, which is why we're on episode fourteen. I'm like, we haven't had a chance to finish. Oh.
1: Oh really? <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll <you> <laughs> No, 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 not that. Know, I'm that just like you, want you want got to, to episode forty. Uh-huh. Like, see, I I watched this like about seven years back. Back then, I would have watched anything K drama. I don't <laughs> think I would have picked up beating again today.
2: I just love Kim Soyeon. I love her character in this. I love Jung kango in this. I love their pairing. It's not great. Also, really Kim, So-yeon Kim is Soyeon's great. clothes. Kim Soyeon is this. worth
0: everything. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs>
2: Also, her outfits are on point.
0: Like, so good. Totally understand watching a drama just for her.
2: <laughs> <sighs> we had we had coat lust. Me and my mom we were watching it. We were like, oh my god, her coats. Don't you have that with every drama? Because I do. <laughs> I do, but this was especially, they were especially good in this one. So anyway, mm. speaking of <laughs> Jung Ho. <Kyung-ho, laughs> <laughs> when the devil yeah. calls her name this one's on creepy. july 31st i don't know if i'm gonna watch this but it definitely sounds like it's gonna be a hit like it sounds like it's gonna be a hit honestly so it's basically about this popular songwriter who sold his devil he sold his soul to the devil um but the devil is like waiting to get paid now because their deal is the contract is up but now he's trying to like find a way to extend his contract um and jung Kyung-ho plays the guy who's the songwriter and Park Sang Woon plays the devil. So I mean, these actors—that's a good pair. Oh, and did. weren't they together in Life on Mars? They were. So it's a reunion after Life on Mars. That was a good pairing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I didn't see Life on Mars, but I can imagine that it would be a good pairing because they're both amazing. Both of the, Yeah, exactly.
1: But there seems to be like a whole moral conflict uh, angle to this thing. Like he learns that the way he got his success was by taking away somebody else's talent in life. So. So he tries yeah, to like... I I think I'm gonna watch this. This is this is sounding <laughs> really, really good to me. So the and initial was... promos didn't
2: have that part about Niso. So that actually makes me want to watch it more, to be honest.
0: Yeah. It's uh inspired by um Faust. Is that how you pronounce that? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's how you pronounce it. Right. <laughs> that's <laughs> um, uh, interesting. So, yeah, that's that's Did a pretty
2: that. dark premise. Hmm. Sounds very, like for literature nerds. Mm. Which I used. I think to, I'll check uh, it out. Yeah, but
0: I, cool. I, I am a bit leery of devilly things. I'm not really a, a devil person. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> I, I love it. anything to do with like adaptations from mythologies. Um, yeah, I'm totally down for this. You you have to report back and tell yeah. us whether well we should watch well, it or if it's
2: <laughs> worth watching. I, the, okay, the cast
1: is
0: absolutely like top notch. This is going to be amazing. Yeah. And it's tvn so it's definitely got money behind it right yeah and it's tvn so it's definitely
1: going to be
2: dark <laughs> literally <laughs> on the
1: screen you mean or like the, both. Some- <laughs> yeah. both dark lighting and dark in like uh, everything i really do hate it when the lighting is
0: dark oh, though i
2: know yeah i feel like
0: jtbc is bad about that too yeah, OCN too. And of course it get when it's dark, it gets really grainy, so like, you like can't even see anything.
2: Yeah. Speaking of JTBC, take the last one, Saya.
0: Last one, we're finally here. So this one doesn't have an air date as of yet. Um, and this is called Mellow Suits Me. Um and this is about a trio of best friends. Um Chun-Li, which is quite exciting to see her back. Um, I think the last time she was in a drama was Argon um with yes, the name so. um, Ji-yuk um, John Yobin and Han um, and they're a trio of like uh, best friends in their thirties. It's quite cool because it's very met- there's got a lot of meta going on in here. So you've got a Chinese character, who's a drama writer, um, and she's uh, like this um, literary nerdy type of um, weirdo, I guess. Like she she tries to write dramas that are you know, um, like with high literary style, and then she talks to bags and windows. So that that's sounds fun and I can see her doing this um and her two friends uh one of them is a documentary director um and the other one is um head of marketing at a production company so Um, it's like
2: very much in the drama production industry which might be like I when I was first looking these up I could only find the title of this one and I couldn't find a summary and so like I was like oh this sounds really because it's mellow suits me and I was like oh this sounds really like dark and depressing but we're talking about like mellow as in like Melodrama, like, writing them? Writing them. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Actually,
0: I'm really
2: interested in this.
1: Yeah, I'm hoping that it is extremely meta and, like, has a lot of industry insider jokes and stuff like that, because I I love those. And, you know, because it's cable, they'll
0: be able to sort of do a bit more with it without sort of being too, um,
2: uh, If they can mock Muktang the way that Search WWW is doing with (gasps) Chai Han's character, I would be so happy.
1: That would be amazing.
2: Yes.
0: They will know what you're talking about next month.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes, you have to watch it once you have time. All right, guys. I think that wraps it Well up. God, that was a lot of dramas. Yes, we hope you survive July premieres. <laughs> stay and July cool. summers.
1: Yeah. The heat is yeah. bad. Let us know which ones you're watching, and we'll get back to you with our watch list next month. Yes, stay hydrated. I'm
0: worried that we will end up not watching any of the new shows just because we're like (laughs) trying to catch
1: up. We're always like,
2: we're going to watch this for sure, and then the next, yeah, it comes around and we're not like watch them. We try. Yes.